Hey everyone, and welcome to the Uncorked Corner podcast, where we cover the full spread of food and beverage industry topics. My name is Bianca, PR and marketing professional by day and food and wine connoisseur by night. My name is Nick, an accountant with a passion for barbecue, beer, and whiskey. Today, we welcome Kat Hantas from 21 Seeds Tequila. 21 Seeds is a tequila company that specializes in Blanco-infused tequilas. In this episode, Kat walks us through her path to creating 21 Seeds, gives us some great cocktail ideas, and suggests a fun twist for your next party. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to us. With that said, let's welcome Kat to the show. Welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you on today. Um, Before we get into our questions, can we have you start by introducing yourself and giving us a little bit of background on how you got involved in this industry? Oh my God. Okay. Well, I don't know if I can do it in a little bit of background, but um, (laughs) I'm, I am Kat Hontas and I'm one of the three female founders of 21 Seeds. And 21 Seeds is an all-natural, real fruit-infused tequila. It's actually an award-winning all-natural, real fruit-infused tequila um, that we started about a year ago. Uh, So we came to market last April in California, where we're based. We're in San Francisco. And um, I mean, my gosh, if you, why did I start 21 Seeds or why does it even exist? Um, that's, That's a little longer, but I now is as good a time as any to jump into that part of the story, which I'm happy to do. So I would say about uh, eight or nine years ago, I was actually a wine drinker and I drank white wine and rosé and that's how I'd finish my night. Every night I'd have a glass or two of that. And um, about that time, so about eight, eight or nine years ago, I just started to, I wasn't feeling so, so hot. And so I went to my doctor and I thought, what's, you know, what's going on with me? And he sort of looked at what I was eating and drinking. And when I said that I was finishing my night off with a couple glasses of wine, he says, ah, there's the problem. And I, I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, I want you to stop drinking fermented spirits. So no more wine. You know, if you're drinking champagne or beer, like none of that. And I want you to move over to a distilled spirit. And, uh, you know, at that time he was like, I was like distilled, like, what do you even, what is a distilled spirit? You know, I, I was so, I just sort of was a wine drinker and I wasn't really thinking about spirits or the alcohol category and what's called what and all of that. So he said, uh, you know, like for example, I, you, I think you should drink a Blanco tequila. That would be a great thing to switch to. And I thought, okay. Uh, the good news was, is that he wasn't asking me to stop drinking because I was not prepared to, to do that. Um, and instead he suggested I switch to a Blanco tequila. And so I thought, okay, you know, I'll go home and I'll try it. I sort of half hoped he was wrong because I really enjoyed drinking wine. And I even liked the ritual of holding a wine glass. And, um, and so, you know, I, I tried it. And the minute I stopped drinking wine, I, within three days, I felt hundred percent better. Like all the symptoms I was experiencing from just like, not thinking clearly to having headaches, to having, you know, sweats, all of that stuff just completely went away. And now um, I was like, okay, that's good. I solved that problem. But now what am I going to do with this Blanco tequila to just enjoy it? Like to make it not remind me of college. You know, I had like a little leftover PTSD from like my college days of drinking tequila. And 
I was not a tequila drinker at that time. I would have like a margarita on occasion. Um, but truthfully, I, I often felt like margaritas and bars were like way too sugary. So I wouldn't even have those that much. And I just wasn't a tequila drinker. So I, I kind of looked at it and thought, you know, I got to do something to it. Um, so I infused it. I just threw some stuff into it and infused it. And that completely changed it. It made it completely like a totally different spirit. You know, it didn't smell like tequila anymore. It smelled like the, the real things I was infusing it with. Um, it was exceptionally smooth. It got rid of that harsh bite. When you think tequila like that, I, li I like to call it like shot face that people make whenever they take a shot at tequila. It's sort of like they're bracing for impact and then they take the shot and then they're like, ooh, like it, none of that was happening with infused tequila. And, um, and, it, and it just was really easy to drink. And in fact, I could just pour it into a wine glass, which is how I would drink it um, with adds a little club soda, make an easy spritz um, and throw in a slice of orange. And I was like happy as could be. And I would drink a couple of those a night. And I just did that for, for years and years, like for you know eight years, I just did that for myself and my friends. And I noticed that over the course of those eight years, a lot of my girlfriends were switching over to tequila, specifically from wine and champagne. And they were either asking me to make them bottles of infused tequila, or they were buying like a Blanco tequila um, and squeezing a bunch of fresh lime juice into it to not make it taste like tequila. And same with guys that I knew that were just sort of looking to drink like lower carb, less sugar, just cleaner in general, they were doing the same thing. So it was, by really just observing those trends that I realized, oh, okay, I guess there's nothing like this in the tequila aisle. And I never had like bothered to look in the tequila aisle. I would just go buy my Blanco, infuse it, and that was the end of it. But now I went into that tequila aisle and just realized it was nothing like, you know, 21 seeds. There was no all natural, like really flavor done right, right? Like premium, all natural, real fruit infused tequila on the market. And so I created one, but with some help from my sister and my girlfriend. That's awesome. It's very unusual to find a really good quality flavored tequila. So that's why I think, you know, you guys really stood out to us. Um, and the flavor mixes are so interesting. Uh, how did you decide on the ones that you do have now? Yeah. So I basically just kind of looked at the most popular tequila cocktails as sort of my starting point. I thought, my God, people have been making sort of these same cocktails for, you know, years and years and years. So let's look at those flavor profiles. And so if you think about, you know, a margarita, what's in a margarita, that's the number one selling cocktail in the country. It's the most popular cocktail in the country, right? And that's tequila with an orange liqueur. So it made sense that I would try Valencia orange. And so we have Valencia orange. And with that, you can make an, a delicious margarita with two additional simple ingredients. It's like you just use the 21 seeds, Valencia orange infused tequila, add a half ounce of simple syrup and half ounce of fresh lime juice and you're done. And it, you don't need to add the triple sec or the Grand Marnier or the Cointreau, which are basically like the sugar bombs in the margarita, the things that will absolutely like crack your head open the next morning in terms of a headache. They're full of high fructose corn syrup and like all this stuff that just, you know, to me doesn't add really much to the, to the cocktail if you can do without it, if you can put it in in other ways. So that's the Valencia orange. And with that, actually, you know, we also um, can make a bunch of other cocktails that you wouldn't normally think to, to make with tequila. So for example, we make an amazing Negroni 
with our Valencia orange tequila. Again, because in Negroni, you have orange notes. So we can do that. So we make it with the Valencia orange, and then we use a half ounce of Campari, half ounce of sweet vermouth, and a half ounce of fresh orange juice instead. And it's delicious. Or we'll make a Manhattan with it, you know, and we'll use it with, say, you know, we'll use the Valencia orange with sweet vermouth and uh, some dashes of chocolate bitters, right? So anytime you're using orange flavor profile, whether it's through a liqueur or through a bitters, we can do it using the Valencia orange uh, infused tequila. And then I love spicy. Like I lo that was actually the first infusion, the cucumber jalapeno one. And um, I, I like jalapenos a lot, but I also just for me, I like to, I like to call it like a, a cool spice and that's where the cucumber comes in. And I love cucumber. So those two flavors together. So I like spice and that's where I started with the jalapeno, but I wanted to add something to it. So that's where the cucumber comes in. And again, with that, it's like a spicy margarita easy. You just use that tequila, our, our cucumber jalapeno infused tequila, again, half ounce simple syrup, half ounce fresh lime juice. You have a perfect spicy margarita and you don't have to worry about weird spice levels of jalapenos and all of that kind of stuff. But then you can also use it for like a mule or, uh, you know, a Bloody Maria. We make an amazing Bloody Maria with like, just pick your favorite Bloody Mary mix and cucumber jalapeno tequila and you're good to go. And then finally, last but not least is the grapefruit hibiscus. And I mean, who doesn't love a Paloma? Like that is the other drink. If I were going to drink tequila prior to starting 21 Seeds, I would drink you know, margaritas or Palomas. And with our grapefruit hibiscus, it's so easy to make a Paloma, whether you just pair it with like a grapefruit soda, you know, like there's so many good ones that don't have sh like a bunch of sugar. And there's so many all natural ones now that are great, like Spindrift, uh, LaCroix has one. I mean, there's so many good ones now. Um, so those two go together, or you can just make it with a little fresh grapefruit juice and some regular club soda and you're done. So those were the three like most commonly made tequila cocktails. And again, I was not looking like, you're never going to see like a cotton candy flavored tequila from 21 Seeds. Like we're not looking to make every flavor of tequila that there is. We want to all like in an all natural, real infused way, create profiles of Blanco tequila, you know, that allow you to use it like, all the time, you know, in many different formats, but kind of keep it um, a little more pure than, you know, thousands of different flavor profiles. I think take the tequila and make a thousand different cocktails instead. And I think you're actually, so you're the second tequila specific company that we've had on the podcast. The first one was Ghost Tequila. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yeah. They're also an infused one, but what's cool about you and how you differentiate yourself there is that you have that cucumber jalapeno and obviously a ghost pepper is hot. When you drink that, you feel the heat in your throat and your chest. It's not overly spicy, but you still feel it. With the cucumber and the jalapeno together, you really are, as you say, that cool spice is an mm -hmm. awesome flavor. Jalapeno. I have a jar of jalapenos in my fridge, pickled jalapenos that I eat all yeah. the time, just a snack on. I'm a huge, huge jalapeno fan. It's the perfect uh, level of spice where you can get that kick when you're a spice yep. junkie like you or I, and you still have that coolness with the jalapeno and the tequila uh, to make a really, really, you get that flavor, but you don't get the overly spiciness. So that's really cool. I like that about it as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. 
Yeah. And I think with ghosts, I really feel like those guys were probably really going after like that fireball drinker, you know, where it's like, oh, I dare you to do that, you know? And it's sort of like you take the shot and like, can you stomach it, you know? Um, and so for us, it's really, it's something I want to be able to drink something every night, a couple of them every night, you know, like I enjoy it. I actually really just love the idea of making a drink and, 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 you know, not, but not having it be too complicated, you know, because I don't want to have like an, something that's got like 12 ingredients in it. I just want it to be simple, but like something to look forward to. And I want to be able to have a couple in a night, you know? And so that's kind of, that was the inspiration behind, you know, what we were trying to create ultimately. Yep. I agree. And I am, uh, I'm big into getting that real flavor out of my alcohol. So I like something a little bit nicer, a little bit more flavorful, complex. So Bianca knows I'm beer and whiskey are my two bread and butter. Oh, Those right. are my things. So whenever I drink whiskey, I typically go to more of uh, an anejo, something that's aged a little bit longer, like a year plus. And that's typically because it has a little bit more of that smoky age characteristic out of uh, whiskey that's been aged in a wood barrel over the year. Do you plan on uh, aging any tequilas? I know the grapefruit one looks like it has a little bit of color to it. Are any of those aged to kind of bring that out? Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting about that. Um, so the grapefruit hibiscus is not aged. The color actually comes from the hibiscus flower. Uh, but we, so part of what I was trying to do, right, was to create these infused tequilas so that it, I could be drinking tequila for the wellness aspects of it and sort of the, to drink a little <laughs> cleaner. Um, and, but, but I still wanted to have those like some flavor notes. Right. And so, um, and, and, and on that, you know, the first place I looked was Mezcal, right. Because Mezcal is just the only difference really, uh, in Mezcal, like Blanco, like a white Mezcal is, is that it's smoked. It's just in how you extract the sugars from the agave pina, right. Like the core of the agave plant. Um, so in, in tequila, you, you cook that, you steam it basically. And it, with mezcal, you smoke it. And then that's how you cook that. And then you juice it. And that's the, you know, that's the agave sugar juice that you get out of it, basically, that then you ferment and then distill. So my problem was I don't like smoke. Like I don't love smoky, those smoky notes. Um, so that's why I, I, I couldn't drink mezcal. Um, but I didn't want to, uh, we don't age anything and we don't plan to age anything right now just because the other part of it was I wanted to, to feel better and I wanted to sort of drink cleaner. And when you age the tequila, right, it turns it that color and it does do exactly what you describe it. It imparts all of those flavor notes that are, that were in the barrel, right? But in with the note, the flavor comes um, these other chemicals that are trapped in the wood that actually are headache causers. So if you were to drink like a shot of Blanco tequila versus a shot of Anejo, like shot for shot, you're going to get, you're going to feel more of a headache with the Anejo, ironically, even though it's more flavorful and, you know, it's more expensive um, than you are with the Blanco. So part of what, you know, we are trying to do as a brand also is just to make you feel better the next day, you know, and, um, and just kind of drink cleaner and, and sort of better for you. So um, so no, you're probably not going to see an aged one from us. The, the thing I don't, I, we haven't explored, um, 
you know, in too much detail, but I am interested in and looking into is a Cristalino, which filters out all of the color. I don't know if you are familiar with the Cristalino, but I'm basically, not, no. so it's an aged tequila. So it's like a Nejo or Super Nejo. So you age it, you put in the flavors, but then you filter out all the color. So it becomes clear again, like a Blanco. Um, so we might look at that, um, but that's sort of further down the road. So in theory, that would let the tequila and the liquor kind of develop without bringing in those chemicals and things from the barrel because you're filtering them out. Exactly. Got it. And yeah. another thing that you mentioned was that you brought up LaCroix, you brought up Spindrift. Do you ever plan on getting into sort of the pre-made or canned cocktail game with your tequila? Since you already obviously have the tequilas that are so perfectly paired with some of these right. cocktails. Um, do you ever plan on bringing those to market yourselves and kind of sending them out like that? Yeah. So it's a really good question because I've, so our call out, so, you know, when you, there, the, one of the goals of any spirit company, and again, we didn't know this when we started, cause we don't come from spirits. Like my sister who I started the company with and our girlfriend, um, Sarka, the three of us don't come from spirits, but once we got into the business, we quickly learned that, you know, you need a call out or like, ideally you have a call out and a call out is something like Corona and Lime, right? Jack and Coke, like, something that goes, to, what is the way that you serve your drink, right? Or, or your spirit. And for us, it's that the way that we most commonly drink 21 seeds is as a seed and soda, which is basically just 21 seeds with club soda. So actually to your point, like a seed and soda in a can, like a ready to drink of a seed and soda um, would be a really cool option for us. Um, we definitely are exploring it. It's a really crowded space. You know, every time, I think every time you guys probably, since you're in this world, it's like every week, it feels like there's a new ready to drink on the market. And so it's, it's really, it's very crowded. It's a very noisy space right now. Um, so I'm not sure, you know, that you're going to see it from us anytime soon, but maybe when sort of everything shake it, shakes out and maybe some of them go away and there's fewer of them. It's something we might look into. Yeah. Yep. And it's one of those things where I've had some not so great ready to drinks definitely right. uh, on <laughs> yeah. some classic cocktails that we like and we've tried them yeah. out of a can, not so good. So as well, long as I mean, yeah, it's so funny, cool right? Down. Because yep. yeah, like, because you were saying, right? Like Bianca, you're a wine, a wine girl. Right. And like, I think in the wine industry, at one point, people were like, what? You're putting a plastic cork or a screw top on a bottle of wine? Sure. And it was like sacrilege, right? Like people couldn't believe that that was happening. And now they're like putting wine in a, in a can. And you're just, I can't even imagine like the purists, yeah. like the real wine purists. They're probably thinking like, what are you thinking? How could you possibly put wine in a can? You know, that's right. So I don't know. Yeah, I think, and I, one of the things for me, so, I mean, I just started getting personally introduced to tequila, probably the last, I'm going to say like six months or so. I never really, I never really tried it before. Um, unfortunately, my college days were more vodka than <laughs> tequila and nobody needs that. Uh, I, I definitely prefer the tequila over that, but um, I've been more of like a G&T girl since I just was introduced to that. So for me, I love the flavor of a tequila just with the soda, like you're saying. It's very, you know, it's very pure. It's very straightforward. It's, you don't have to worry about all the, you know, like, I hate to say, it, but like the garbage that you're putting in it, like so much sugar, it's packed with stuff you don't need. Uh, so I love that. And it's just like, it's better for you, you know? 
Yeah. And I love yeah. that you're a GNT girl, by the way, that's a call out. So gin tonic, right? There you go. Yeah. That's a perfect call out. <laughs> that and, is true. And, and the thing is, is I, I love, I think gin and tonics are gorgeous, right? Like I love the art of garnishing your gin and tonic. And I'm sure you being a GNT girl, you have the tonic brand that you love and that's the one you go for. You have the gin that you love, but you also probably have the garnishes that you like it garnished with, right? Like it's all these different flavor profiles that you love complementing it. And so one of the ways that, you know, when, when I was thinking about, you know, how do we, how do we present our seed and soda? I actually am very much inspired by gin and tonics. And I encourage people to, mm -hmm. to really do that, own it. Like, figure out the way that you like to have your seed and soda and with garnishes. And we do a lot on, on, you know, on, on Instagram, like if you follow us on Instagram um, you'll see, we have like so many versions of our seed and soda and depending on whether it's fall or summer, we like to bring in like right now we have a gorgeous one. That's like a burnt orange with thyme, like all these different little things like beautiful garnishes. And like, I like pink peppercorns and strawberries, fresh strawberries, like different things that you could pair together, have floating around in your seed and soda and really encourage people to garnish it like a gin and tonic. And one of my favorite ways to entertain is actually doing, putting out a seed and soda bar. So I used to do this quite a lot before COVID. Now it's much more pared down, obviously, with just even three or four of us. Um, but what I'll do is I'll put out th the three infused 21 seeds tequilas, and then I'll put out a bunch of different club sodas, right? Some that are flavored, some that are just like a fever tree or a Topo Chico, you know, like a basic. Um, and then I'll put out like a whole bunch of different types of glassware. Cause I like people to have the option of like whatever kind of glass they want to put it into. And then I put out like a charcuterie board of garnishes. So I'll, I'll put out like fresh herbs from mint to basil to thyme. Uh, then I'll put out a bunch of sliced citruses. I'll put out berries. I'll put out like a little bowl of pink peppercorns because I'm obsessed. Like anything that looks like pepper and really spicy because it's red, but it's sweet. I'm all about, you know, I'm like, what is that crazy thing? Like who invented a pink peppercorn? Like how'd that even occur in nature? But I'll put out all these different garnishes and let people just put together the combination that speaks to them, you know, and I've even got sliced jalapenos, cucumbers, I've got pickled stuff. Like I just put out a ton of stuff and people go nuts. Like it's so much fun. Every, every, you look around the room and again, before COVID, like I'd have 15 people at a, at a, at a dinner party and I would look around the table and it was as if I had a professional bartender, like making these drinks, every single one of them looked completely different. They were all in different glassware, which I loved and people garnishing them differently. It's so much fun. So that's a really fun way to entertain. Very I much think, inspired by your gin and tonics. I love that. And I, I think one of the things that stood out to me and, and I'm so excited to make some of these cocktails. I haven't had a chance yet. Um, and Nick hasn't had a chance yet because I'm hoarding the bottles from him for right now. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I loved about, you know, before we even connected with you guys was just how colorful you are, like your, you know, just your whole presence is so energetic and I would say like open. And for me, that's, that's a big thing. You know, it's, it's very approachable. It just seems like something that is, it, it is for everyone. You know, you, you make it feel very welcoming. Um, so yep. I'm especially excited to uh, really like kind of work with some of these cocktails, but also just following you on social has been, it's been entertaining on its own. <laughs> 
I'm glad to hear you say that because that that was the goal, right? Like we are not, it's funny because when we first brought the brand to bartenders, you know, because we're so colorful and tequila, I think up until 21 Seeds was around, it was very serious. You know, it was very much like marketed like scotches and whiskeys. And that's how they were sort of fetching those price points of scotches and whiskeys and sort of the same process, right? Of aging them. And then it was, the stories were about Reposados and Ajos, Super and Ajos. And those were the interesting stories of tequila. And um, which was great. And, you know, drink what you want to drink, like whatever brings you joy, that's what you should be drinking and, and, you know, and, and doing in life. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do. Um, but for us, it was like, no one was sort of speaking to how we were drinking tequila, which was not that way. You know, we were like, we're fun tequila. We're like light. We want to drink this every day. We're not, this is not sipping tequila. This is drinking tequila. You know, like we want to be drinking it a couple of times a day. Um, you know, this is not to be pulled off a shelf on a very special occasion. I was really looking for an alternative to wine, you know, and I was drinking wine every day. So I needed to have this tequila be something that not only was I not going to get like bored of looking at it, but like drinking it, you know, and I wanted to be able to like put it on my bar cart and think like, oh, that's pretty. I want to see that every day because it's going to be around all the time. It's not going to be hidden up in a cabinet somewhere. So that was kind of the inspiration behind how it looked. So I'm glad that it spoke to you because that was the point. I feel the same way. And I love the creativity and like you were just getting at with uh, really trying to market it the same way as a scotch or something. Like I said, I was a big whiskey guy. Still am. I yeah. love it. Yeah, no, nothing wrong with it. But, nothing wrong you know, with it. that sipping tequila versus something that you want to mix in a cocktail or make something creative with and get funky with. Um, I can tell you if I have a single malt scotch, I'm never going to mix anything with that to make it taste better. But exactly. I love cocktails. I love making cocktails. I've been experimenting with different cocktails, like martinis, especially recently, old fashions, if you want to get into the whiskey game. But I love the idea of really mixing it up. I know uh, I was recently at a Home Goods and I stocked up on all of the different glassware, love margarita it. glasses. All I had before was pint glasses and tumblers. Now I got highballs, you know, I got everything. Uh, but really, you can go wild with the cocktail and you can make it as crazy or as simple as you want. And you don't need a ton to really mix it up and kind of have fun with it. So it's cool. I love the idea of having parties and gatherings where you really spread out instead of a typical food spread or a charcuterie spread, a cocktail spread where you can make whatever you want. That's a really cool idea and something I'm definitely going to do on my next party that I throw. And take pictures of us and send them to us because I love seeing what people do at home with this brand. I mean, For that's sure. been one of the real joys of bringing 21 Seeds to market is People like to your point, exactly. I think, you know, especially with, you know, being in, in with during COVID and people are sort of trapped inside and not going out as much. And, you know, at first I think everyone sort of gravitated to the spirit or whatever they whatever they sort of knew, right? Like whether it's a uh, wine or a beer or just like scotch or whiskey or whatever they were drinking, like they grabbed that first. And I think after a while, people are like, oh my gosh, we're going to be in this for a while. So let's, expand like let's venture out now and i it's interesting people are making cocktails at home more than ever before now because i think it's a really it's a fun way to actually do something fun right like 
we're not able to go on these trips that maybe we wanted to go on or had planned. We're not able to visit with friends as much or bigger groups. So this is actually that one moment that you can bring some joy and differentiation and some, some unexpected into your life is through just a simple cocktail that you look forward to making and sort of trying new things. And it's not like, it's not a huge endeavor. Like it's not like even preparing a really complicated meal. Like a cocktail is a pretty easy thing to do. And I think that's what 21 Seeds allows people to do is that number one, they want to be drinking tequila. You know, tequila is on fire right now. Like it is having such an upswing. It's like everybody wants to be drinking tequila. And to your point, they're not necessarily going to take that, you know, 60, 70 bottle, $70 bottle of like Reposado or an Anejo and, and mix it. Cause it just feels like, Ooh, that's like, seems like a waste. So what do you, what do you use? You use a Blanco tequila when you're making cocktails nine times out of 10. So now with these, with these infused Blancos, they're all Blancos. They're all just infused Blancos. You, we've just sort of done 80% of that work for you. So it's not even that ha- that much harder. You don't have to go that much further to finish off that, that really good cocktail. And by the way, our old fashioned is amazing. Totally try making an old fashioned with the Valencia orange. It's going to, it'll be, that, that's the one for you to try if you like what, old fashioned. What's your record? What's your recommendation on the recipe there? Do you just take that straight up? I know Bianca, so you sent us each of the whiskeys and I told her I want the Valencia orange. I'm like, that's the one that's I want. That's the one you need. So, yeah. That so is tell me what I got to do when I get my hands on that. Cause she's hoarding it in mass right now. I know she's got it. So the, so one, you should try our Manhattan too, which I, I'm upset. I don't even drink Manhattans or old fashions. Cause I'm, again, I'm not a whiskey girl, but the Valencia orange, if you do two ounces, Valencia orange, one ounce sweet vermouth and chocolate bitters, like five dashes of chocolate bitters with like an orange rind for the Manhattan, that's the go-to on the old fashioned. I haven't actually dealt, because I know, again, old-fashioned bars I'm obsessed with, even though I'm not an old-fashioned bar drinker. Um, So with like the sugar cube and the orange rind, but here's the thing. There's this company called Steeped, and somebody gave me, this is really a cool idea. It's like they have a tea bag. So they have a tea bag. It's called Steeped. You know, like you steep tea. So it's a tea bag with everything you need to make the Manhattan or to make the old fashioned in the bag. And then you just take that tea bag and put it into your alcohol. So I just took their steeped old fashioned tea bag and put it into my Valencia orange tequila. And it was delicious. And if you look, if you go on our Instagram and kind of go in the feed a little bit, you'll see a link to them um, because I was so like, I couldn't believe how delicious just that was. And that was so easy, right? I took like two ounces of Valencia orange, put the steep bag in and it was done and it was delicious. So, uh, so I think you have to make an old fashioned recipe for us using the Valencia orange and send it to me (laughs) because I don't know, I haven't tried one from scratch yet. I've only used the steeped bag. I mean, really, I think I could just drink the uh, Valencia orange tequila straight because when I make it old fashioned, it's just whiskey and orange bitters. So if you already cut the orange (laughs) in there, I just going to go straight with it. And it's yeah, going to be just, just as good, but yeah, you'll I'll, uh, I'll mix it around. I'll try something. I'll find something to do with it. It'll definitely be tasty no matter what. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. love all of the uh, colorful cocktails on your website. I mean, they're so fun. I just want to make these and have a party just so I can, just so I can have a spread of these like vibrant pink and purple cocktails on my table. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now is, is it's the month of October, which is drink pink. 
And yep. we do a lot for Drink Pink as a company because we're three female founders, but also personally, my sister and I, our aunt and our grandmother both died of breast cancer. So it's, and it's very, we're very aware of it as even Nicole and I are always getting checked. Um, we're on a different protocol than most people. And so, you know, they didn't get checked early. And I think that was part of the reason why, you know, it was later stage for them. And it's so, if you just get checked early, the chances of survival are so, so much higher. So we're out there right now. I'm doing all kinds of Zooms with so many different partners from like banks to Reserve Bar to wine, uh, you know, like um, wine.com and um, Total Wine and More. Like we're doing all kinds of awareness. And so that's why you see all those pink cocktails on our website right now. Those are all for Drink Pink um, and we're pushing them out. And also every bottle of uh, the grapefruit hibiscus that gets sold this month, we're donating to, um, to the Breast Cancer Foundation. So again, it's a really important cause for us. Um, and so that's why everything's pink right now, but it'll change in November. You'll have nice holiday cocktails, but we're always changing things up. And yeah. I think that's an important cause for everyone to really be aware of. And I've Definitely. noticed with the whole pandemic this year, it's kind of been overshadowed, if you will. But like, I'm a huge football fan. I watch the NFL every week, you know, games upon games. But every year, it's always the whole October is the... Um, oh, I forget Drink what pink. they call it. Drink but pink. yeah, it's always yeah. pink for sure. Yeah. But they have, yeah. they've expanded it in recent years to the whole spectrum of cancers. But oh, that's um, cool. Yeah. Always, always pink pink towels, pink gloves, pink cleats, everything. But you're not seeing that this year with the whole COVID epidemic and everything going on. There's so um, much going on right now. And it's exactly to your point, like people are forgetting to just do their regular routine checkups. Right. And it's like, you, it's just a little reminder. It's like dot, dot, dot on the shoulder, like tap, tap, tap. Hey, don't forget this. Cause it's, again, it's a whole year can go by. And then that whole year, that's a big difference in cancer. So, yep. Super, well, one super. of the first cocktails we make will have to be using the uh, grapefruit. Yep. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You're a football fan. Cam Jordan from the New Orleans Saints is a huge grapefruit hibiscus. Yeah. 21 seeds. He loves 21 seeds grapefruit hibiscus. All right. That's that, awesome. That exact skew. That's his favorite one. That's awesome. And speaking yeah. of the grapefruit one, I've noticed, so I've never been a gin guy up until yeah. recently when I started getting into the martini game. And uh, Bianca's always been into that kind of world. So I was asking her for advice and I was doing some Google and I noticed, you know, the real notes that you get, is kind of that the, a lot of the gins are either kind of earthy or floral or they have those notes. So is that where you were going with the grapefruit hibiscus, trying to make almost a gin centric type of tequila, trying to get people over from one to the other? Not, not, not necessarily. Like, again, like there was no, uh, I just was looking at uh, the most popular tequila drinks, right? So I looked at, uh, you know, with a Paloma, it's grapefruit, but um, just to make it just grapefruit, I felt like the, it needed it needed like an accent, like just another note to it. And really the hibiscus is almost more of like an astringency than like, uh, it's not, it doesn't have like sort of the floral that you might, you know, like it's not like juniper, you know, gin, some before, before say really Hendrix, right? there was dry gin, which was juniper. And I'm not a big juniper fan. That's why I never was a gin and tonic. Like I didn't, before Hendrix, I didn't drink gin. Then along came Hendrix, right? And they infused in the diffuser basket, they put in rose and cucumber. And so that like sort of completely changed the gin category. 
and also opened up this whole world now. There's so many gins now, right? Like Bianca, you know, there's like sincere gin, gin drinkers. Like there are so many different kinds of gins now. There so, are. <laughs> right? Like, but like, even like there's kelp and almond and I mean, yeah. things that you're just like, I didn't even know those were notes, you know? <laughs> so really there's so much in that space that I wasn't really looking to, you know, emulate that space. It was more just like, I thought, you know, I wanted to add just one other note to the grapefruit. And I, and I just thought, well, I'm going to start with hibiscus uh, because I also just like, like hibiscus tea. I was like a hibiscus tea. Like if I were doing an iced tea, I would do hibiscus iced tea. And so I thought, mm, that tastes good. And I just kind of paired it, not knowing what would happen. And then it turned out to be really good. So <laughs> it was by accident, really. The, the, the main thing there was the grapefruit. That was the starting point. And then it was like, let's, what else could we pair with the grapefruit that might make it more complex? And it was the, the hibiscus that, that did the trick. Yeah. And tequila, I mean, I feel like tequila is so great in cocktails in the sense that it really adapts well to whatever it's mixed with. Like I, I've had so many cocktails out. I mean, not really, I don't really make my own at home too much. I should make more at home, but I'm so used to trying new things when I'm out at, you know, the restaurant or at the bar and obviously not so much recently, but I think tequila is one of the, one of the spirits that's most often used in a lot of cocktails mm -hmm. and for good reason. I mean, it just pairs so well with everything. So I can imagine, you know, how yours does pair so well with, you know, whatever, you know, you put out it this really does, board yeah. of ingredients and you're like, Hey, put what do you want in it? And it tastes great no matter what you end up using. So. Absolutely. Definitely going to have to try that. The one I was the most excited about, because I, I also love like an espresso martini from time to time, you know, if I want, if I'm sort of feeling tired and I want to pick me up uh, it, and it's say a five o'clock cocktail. And again, I'm feeling a little tired. I love getting a little caffeine from the espresso. So I was really eager to figure out uh, a cocktail that sort of was like an espresso martini, which you normally make with vodka, right? So um, I'm happy to report that we have created one and I don't think it's up yet, but basically what we did was I used the Valencia orange because orange and chocolate, right? Like those notes um, go nicely together. So, um, and I think sort of chocolate and coffee notes go together. So it's sort of like one removed. Um, but basically we do the Valencia orange with cold brew coffee, right? And uh, a little bit of simple syrup. And I use a, a teeny bit of fresh ginger in the shaker and then shake all that up with ice, pour it, and then add a little bit, one ounce of ginger ale to it. And it's so good, you guys. <laughs> it's like, and the thing is, is that the thing that's sort of random in this is the ginger ale. But when I tell you that it just somehow, it's kind of like Pog where, you know, when you go to Hawaii, if you've ever been to Hawaii and anywhere you go, they serve you at breakfast, they serve you Pog, which is a juice that most people don't even know what it is, right? They just call it Pog juice. And what it is, is it's passion fruit, orange juice, and guava juice. And like, for me, I don't like passion fruit, passion juice, passion fruit juice on its own. But, and I'm not an orange juice drinker on its own, but when you mix those three things together, I actually love Pog. Like I get it every time I'm in, if I'm in Hawaii, I'll, I'll order Pog. And actually a Pog cocktail, just the Valencia orange or any of them with a little Pog and some club soda is a delicious cocktail. Just throwing it out there. But 
this combination of flavors with the with the ginger ale at the end that's the winning ingredient that's the secret and it's it's just it's unbelievable how it ties it all together and you don't even realize that there's ginger ale in it like you would never drink this drink and think oh there's some ginger ale in this and again one ounce of it is all you need delicious so that's funny so we just released an episode actually last week and it was last tuesday all about coffee we had a coffee company send us some stuff and uh, we made espresso martinis. I made them for the first time. I got an espresso maker. I made it the real way, the best way to do it. And I, we also had a little debate, uh, hot coffee versus cold coffee and not just yep. regular cold coffee, but cold brew. And I said that any day of the week, you know, year round, if I had to choose between hot coffee or cold coffee, I'm going cold brew any day. So this might end up being the perfect cocktail for me. So I'm definitely going to have to try that once I get that Valencia orange tequila. Um, now, I'm going to put you on the spot. And I'm going to have you go through your typical cocktail bar uh, that you set up for your friends, for your parties and your guests and take each of your tequilas and make the perfect cocktail for you, uh, your specific tastes out of each of those. Okay. I like this. Okay. So first we'll start with the Valencia orange, total purist. I'm doing Valencia orange, club soda, and a slice of orange. Easy. That's my go-to there. For the cucumber jalapeno, I'm doing the cucumber jalapeno with pineapple spindrift and garnish it with mint. That's what I'm doing for that one. And then for the, um, for the grapefruit hibiscus, I'm doing the grapefruit hibiscus with grapefruit Topo Chico with a thyme and a, a, this is my new favorite thing, a creme brulee slice of grapefruit. So you take a slice of grapefruit, put some brown sugar on it, and then blow torch it, brulee it, and use that as the garnish. It looks amazing. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Isn't it cool? <laughs> and that's our RBG Paloma, by the way. That's our RBG uh, uh, named after the late great RBG because we felt like she's such an original gangster like she so deserves her own cocktail it looks like a worthwhile one for sure <laughs> I can't I cannot wait to try that and it's really good and you do get a little bit of that burnt you know I love a creme brulee so it's delicious who doesn't right <laughs> I know that's I know. true <laughs> I know so we made her a good one she was a good one. So we made her a good one. Well, are you looking forward to introducing any other flavors? Or are you kind of sticking to the three that you have now? Yeah, we're really sticking to the three that we have now. We feel like we're just getting started. You know, we're now expanding to, you know, we'll be in 22 states by the end of this year. We'll be in uh, all 50 states by the end of next year. But we still have, there's so many people that, you know, still don't have it within say five miles of, of, of them where they live, you know, 21 seeds. So the goal for next year is to really just get it everywhere so that everyone has access to it. And, um, and really for us, it's more about just challenging ourselves to come up with different cocktail ideas using these three infusions and, and looking to other categories. Like I'm always looking to like rum drinks and gin drinks and vodka drinks and whiskey drinks, you know, and, and challenging myself and, the, and, and our team to just be like, how can we turn that into a 21 seeds cocktail? And how can we do it just a little bit better for you? You know, which I think in general, again, I think so often there's, 
you know, anytime you add like a liqueur, you've just added a bunch of sugar plus alcohol. So you have to balance that out with like acidity, liquid, and then more liquid, because at the end of the day, to kind of have a, 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 a nicely balanced cocktail, you need to end up at around, you know, 13% ABV. And so the more you put in there, the more you have to put in there to counterbalance the alcohol that you put in there and everything else you put in there. So it just, so I like to like, and I'm like ballet, like how can we make this brilliant and perfect with less, you know, but still get those notes that people like. And I think you're covering all your bases right now. You have that cool and spicy with the cucumber jalapeno. You have the, you know, fruity and floral with the grapefruit hibiscus. And then you have the citrus that you can use for so many things, the Valencia orange. So you're really hitting all the bases there. And I think the three infusions that you have right now really nail it. Um, now for our people out here, so we're in the Northeast. Uh, most of our listeners are out here, Massachusetts, New York, Maine, where I'm at. And I'm really looking forward to wherever I can get my hands on this stuff <laughs> a lot closer yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. New Hampshire, Vermont, this whole area. Uh, you said you're currently just in 22 states. Yeah. So we're in New York and in New York, uh, you know, you can order through like wine.com reserve bar. You can get us in a lot of places in New York. Um, but if you go to our website, uh, 21seeds.com and go to the find us page and just type in your zip code, uh, you can, you, you'll see the, the nearest store that has it. Uh, and then we have a lot of, uh, of retailers who will ship. So, you know, we have different buttons on the website too, of like, depending on where you're located, how to get the product shipped to you. So best place to start is definitely 21seeds.com. And then from there, and if you have any, if you have any questions at all, and you're having trouble navigating anything and you still can't get it, uh, then just email, email us hello at 21seeds.com with your zip code or where you are and we'll help you. And are there any... Yeah, you're at a lot of lot of locations around me, surprisingly enough. So I have plenty of places to source from. <laughs> Nick, I can bring you some if there's none there. <laughs> Works for me. Are there oh, any uh, major retailers or anything that are carrying the tequila yet? Like oh, a yeah. Total Wine or anything out? Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Yep. So we're yep Total Wine. We're in all the Total Wines. So Total Wine. Um, we're in Bevmo. We're in uh, in California. We're well. You guys are more northeast, so. We do have um, California listeners because we've had quite a few uh, wineries out there. Yeah. So a lot of people <laughs> yeah, out there are so, listening to us. So in California too, BevMo, Total Wine, we're in all the BevMo's, 146 BevMo's, all the Total Wines. Um, but also uh, you can get us at Whole Foods. You can get us at Target in Southern California, Pavilions. Um, you're starting to see us in Ralph's now. Next spring, we'll be in a bunch of Walmarts in 11 states. Like, so you'll see us in a ton of Walmarts. Um, and just on Honestly, like do check our, the best, best place to start is 21seeds.com. And that's the number two one, like the age, (laughs) even though it stands for two sisters, one girlfriend, that's what it stands for. Um, And if you go to 21seeds.com, go to the find us page, you'll see uh, a bunch of, like, I think we're on the East coast, like Wegmans and bottle buys and it's a little different on the East coast. Cause you guys don't have the chains as much as we do. Like in California, you can buy, um, you know, booze in a grocery store and in New York, you can't. And I'm pretty sure in Maine, you can't either. Nope. No, in Maine, not we can. Either. <laughs> Maine, we can. 
Can you really? If you, you haven't talked stores, to Hannaford's, yep. The, all the Hannaford's near me have, uh, they have tequila, they have whiskey, they have vodka, they have everything. So get You know what? Here. Next time you go in there, tell them to order 21 seeds. I and will, get it better sure. than we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to hear that from I can their get customers. closer, I will. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Next time you're in Hannaford, say, can you please bring in 21 seeds? We live down the street from a Cappy's uh, and a Total Wine, and they both carry your stuff. So perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I know whenever I go back home to Boston area, there's uh, at least three Total Wines down there. So I always hit them up yeah. to oh, pick perfect. up whatever I can't find up here. So they have uh, everything. <laughs> even if you're not not Maine, you're only a state away from me. So it's all good. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, and I know, and I know we're we're definitely Maine uh, is definitely definitely happening by I think first quarter next year, if not at the end of this year i have to double check it though a lot is happening for 21 seeds right now it's getting exciting we love it maine is all about like craft and local beverages so even though you're out you know you're out west but you're obviously crafting you obviously have a yeah. good product so no absolutely. i'm pretty sure you will welcome you with open arms from what i've experienced in the past year and a half living here so get out here we're coming <laughs> be on the lookout for sure um all right, guys. Well, this has been so much fun. I loved, love spending time with you. I want to see all your cocktails. I expect all the whiskey cocktails from you. And I expect all the, what else? Uh, a seed and soda bar. Next time you do it, send it my way so I can see. We will. All right. All right. We had a lot of fun talking to you tonight. Uh, thank you for all your insight on your infused tequilas and for bringing such a great product out. Uh, we're looking forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks again. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers you guys. Sure to follow us on social at Uncorked Corner and on the blog at uncorkedcorner.com for a taste of more food and beverage content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Thanks for listening. Thanks.